0: From Washington, this is the CQ Budget Podcast, your leading Capitol Hill source on how Congress allocates federal taxpayer dollars. I'm David Lerman, your budget tracker and editor of the CQ Budget Newsletter. And joining me again today is Peter Cohn, the editor of the Budget and Appropriations Team at CQ. Thanks for being here, Pete. Thanks, David. And we wanted to talk to you today because you had an interesting interview with Senator Chuck Grassley of Iowa the chairman of the Senate Finance Committee, as all these budget and tax issues are kicking. Uh, And he offered up a lot of thoughts about taxes, about drug prices, trade policy, and even President Trump. So give us a rundown. What was most striking to you from this? And and what did we learn, if anything, about
1: where where he might be leading the Finance Committee? Yeah, sure, David. Absolutely. I'll just say, first of all, I want to thank you for your shout out to Senator Fritz Hollings, in this morning's edition of, of CQ Budget, he was a absolute uh, powerful giant, figure, yeah, giant of the institution, uh, very important in the budget appropriations world, obviously, and uh, somebody I covered very, very uh, extensively uh, as a young reporter right here at CQ back in the uh, back in the dark ages. So um, he died at ninety seven. Ninety seven, yeah, a, a spring chicken. Uh, he was uh, absolute uh, joy to cover, and I, I think he, you know he was. Had some of the best witticisms I think you'll ever hear up on Capitol Hill, Uh, and you know just a a really uh, interesting guy. So anyway, thanks for that shout out. But uh, so basically, we decided we wanted to sit down with Senator Grassley. He's a very accessible guy; talks to to reporters, uh, you know, quite a bit. But um, really wanted to kind of flesh out the agenda for the 116th Congress that he has for a number of reasons. Um, You know, primarily he's. A, he's the most important figure when it comes to the federal budget, hands down. He's got uh, the jurisdiction of the Senate Finance Committee is so enormous that about two-thirds of spending is basically influenced by, by his committee. That's all of the big-ticket mandatory spending programs, the big benefit programs, Social Security, all the health care stuff that uh, is paid out by the Department of Health and Human Services, all of the uh, Obamacare tax credits for the exchanges, all of that goes through finance, um, and then of course, all of the tax revenue. So when we talk about budgets, when we talk about spending, when we talk about fiscal policy in general, it really all comes down to, to the uh, Senate Finance Committee. And uh, Senator Grassley, this is his second round uh, on finance- As
0: chairman. Right. As
1: chairman, correct. And you know he, he's made the point that really he doesn't like to do anything that's not bipartisan. And I think it's true. I mean, there were some times in the early 2000s during the Bush years. Where they moved led big pieces, big policy uh, uh, provisions that were not bipartisan. But in this environment, when you have di- where you have divided government, and Grassley uh, knows that you can't do anything that isn't bipartisan. You just can't. I mean, the votes just don't exist for that kind right. of thing. So you can't pass a budget resolution, you can't use reconciliation. So you've got to look for areas of common ground. And he's good at it? Mm. He is, yeah. I mean, he really is. You know, he's from Iowa. And Iowa, and this is another focus of the uh, magazine column I wrote about uh, following our interview. Uh, Iowa is really one of the the truly purple states out there. Now they've been kind of trending Republican in recent years, but if you look at the history of w- the way Iowa votes, I mean they had a a you know a liberal senator for almost as long as they had as Grassley has been around. Tom Harkin, mm-hmm. longtime liberal Democratic senator from Iowa, the two got along great, and that's just the way Iowans vote. They vote they vote their pocketbooks. Uh, they vote, they, they really do not, the issues are not truly partisan to the people of Iowa. And, you know, obviously Iowa is an incredibly important state when it comes to who's going to be the next uh, uh, candidate from the Democratic uh, side, challenging Trump in 2020, given that they have the first of the nation caucuses. And if you look at history, the people that Iowa vote for in the general election generally tend to become president. People in Iowa, it's a tiny state. Uh, very homogenous, about 90 percent white very few electoral votes but they still kind of tend to tap into way the way the national mood is going
0: right so give us a sense Pete because Grassley has you know has a plays a real populist card oftentimes and he and he, and he plays that up big sometimes to, right. to appeal to a, a wide range of people so what he's got his pulse on that kind of populist sentiment what what does he think can actually get done this year if anything?
1: Yeah, I mean, I'd say, first of all, if you look at the polls, I mean, the the desire of the American people to do something about the cost of prescription drugs is overwhelming. Right. Uh, Kaiser has done polls on this. I mean, 85, 90 percent support for some of these proposals on the table that, by the way, are in President Trump's budget. And uh, I
0: think in your interview, he sounded very hopeful that, that, uh, yeah. um, that uh, some bipartisan proposals to for lower sure. drug costs could actually happen. He
2: didn't hesitate. I have not. Talk to Democrats about specific things to do in regard to lowering drug prices, but I've I've listened and read to them generally, and it it pretty much equates with goals that I seek, except in one area, and uh, and that would be government negotiating prices, and I don't want the government telling a doctor, you can't prescribe this or that because it's not on the formulary.
1: He's got several bipartisan bills in the hopper. He's he's introduced legislation uh, on on prescription drug pricing with Senator Klobuchar, Amy Klobuchar from Minnesota, who, by the way, is running for president. Uh, He's got bills with Senator Patrick Leahy uh, from Vermont, his former uh, partner at the uh, helm of the Senate Judiciary Committee. Grassley was formerly chairman of Judiciary. With Senator Wyden, Ron Wyden from Oregon, the, the ranking member on the Finance Committee. So there's a lot of bipartisanship going into this debate on prescription drugs. They've already held a couple of hearings in the Finance Committee on this. He even wants to put a new potentially a, a, a cap on the out-of-pocket uh, expenses that um, beneficiaries have to to uh, pony up uh, under Medicare Part D. So you know, there's maybe some even some new benefits that might become part of the, part of the program along the way, but. You know, generally, this is something that Grassley is extremely bullish on. Um, But, you know, he told me he made no bones about it. There's definite concerns on his own side of the aisle, including on his own committee. So he's going to have a battle with his own uh, Republican uh, senators on on this issue.
0: And you also asked him about infrastructure, which I thought was interesting, because not only did he seem open to it, but he seemed open to raising taxes to pay for it.
1: Yeah, definitely. I mean, he... he, uh, I mean, Grassley, again, he, he's somebody who he's made a career out of really not being pigeonholed into any of these um, boxes on, uh, on one side or the other. So, you know, and, and this came out of the Senate Budget Committee a couple of weeks ago. They, they adopted a budget resolution, um, which isn't going anywhere, but it was interesting because it, it creates some room in the budget for additional revenues. Basically, this chairman, Mike Enzi from Wyoming, is the chairman of Budget Committee. Grassley is a senior member of that committee. And they agreed. They said, look, you know, we're going we're gonna to include an allowance here for some additional revenues for an infrastructure bill of some kind. Uh, and Grassley is, is completely open to that. He says, you know, look, we need to have some new revenue to pay for infrastructure in this country.
0: So gasoline um, tax
1: up? Yeah, gasoline taxes are it's, it's something that's on the table potentially taxes on electric vehicle registrations, uh, mileage taxes. Uh, There's a lot of things that are under discussion. He said some things are are more well thought out than others, Mm. but he's clearly thinking about this. When I'm in Iowa
2: having my town meetings and my constituents bring up uh, uh, infrastructure, it seems like they uh, they don't talk about so much bridges and highways. That's kind of a given, but I hear more about helping cities with their infrastructure, sewers, water. I hear from rural America and Iowa, uh, uh, broadband uh, very much. It's traditional to go with highways and bridges, but that's not what the president's talked about. He's talked about everything except the kitchen sink. Right. And I think that's where Congress is going to go or there won't be much done or if you. If you raise a tax for just highways and bridges, then I think the chances of getting a broader infrastructure is pretty nil.
1: And right now, there's not any kind of commonly accepted definition of what infrastructure means, including among the people supposedly negotiating it on Capitol Hill. If you're going to have a much bigger package than just highways and and bridges and transit, um, you know, you can't just raise the gasoline and diesel taxes to pay for it because those are taxes that go into the highway trust fund so you're not actually raising any money to fund the other parts of an infrastructure package that have nothing to do with highways. So that's a big issue for Grassley. But Interest then how do you this, pay for
0: all that is the is the th- question. Yeah,
1: that's the thing. And you know, I think Grassley is I got the sense from talking to him that his attitude is, look, it's my job to come up with the with the revenue for this. Let's see what the other committees of jurisdiction uh, can agree on are the needs and how big of, of a package is necessary. And then they'll come to me and say, Senator Grassley, I need X amount of money. And then they'll have a discussion about what are the appropriate revenue sources and, and how much. But okay. he's definitely open to it.
0: Pete, tax day is coming up April 15th. Everybody's focused on getting their tax returns done. Uh, you pressed Senator Grassley on, on the recent tax cuts that Republicans pushed through, uh, and he's still defending them, I assume.
1: Oh yeah, a hundred percent. You know, he may be willing to raise revenue, you know, for for infrastructure bill, but he's definitely a traditionalist when it comes to uh, to you know, tax policy is uh, on the Republican side. Uh, you know, look, I think his his view is the tax cuts worked. Uh, he doesn't buy the argument that they're tilted towards the, the quote unquote wealthy and the mega corporations. Uh, if you look at the distribution tables by Joint Committee on Taxation and others, you you can see that every uh, income group got sizable reductions on, on, on average now obviously not everybody is going to get a, a tax cut um, but you know he also uh, and, and everybody typically is getting a bigger tax cut as a percentage of their tax bill than say millionaires for instance. so Grassley is quick to point out these statistics but you know he recognizes the fact that that doesn't mean that that's the popular perception out there and he knows that the polls are kind of underwater uh, on the law yeah. and he, he quote he cited from a poll that um you know, t- only 20 percent of people believe that they're actually getting a tax cut, even though the, the you know, Joint Committee on Taxation says it's, it's a much uh, higher figure than that. So and he, he's
0: not troubled that it's raising deficits.
1: No. I mean, he, you know, he, he thinks it's, it's the, re- the main reason why we hit 3 uh, percent real economic growth in, in 2018. Uh, and he believes as far as the deficits go that, you know, growth is the answer. If you're ever going to pay down on the
2: national debt, it's not going to be through tax rates it's going to be through more taxpayers. And you get a lot more taxpayers at 3.1% growth than you do with the new normal under 2%. So, so it's, it's kind of a traditional
1: conservative it's argument. It's a traditional yeah. supply side approach. Um, but, you know, uh, time will tell yeah. whether he's proven true. But that's, that's sort of been the mantra.
0: Okay, so we've, we'll hear a lot more from Senator Grassley, I suspect, because he's been a longtime fixture on the Hill with no signs of slowing down. He's 85 years old. Uh, I think he served since when, the 70s?
1: Yeah, he was. I mean, this is the thing about Grassley. He was elected in the Watergate class of 1974, one of 16 Republicans out of 91 freshman members in a terrible, terrible year for Republicans. And he's maintained that that consistent level, high level of support among people in Iowa, who, by the way, Iowans, there's less than one-third registered Democrats, less than one-third registered Republicans uh, in that state. It's mostly independent. Independents are where the game is. And Grassley has gotten consistently over 60% of the vote in all of his reelection campaigns basically since the 80s. So, I mean, he's demonstrated a path to success. And I think, you know, uh, the presidential campaigns are, uh, are going to start listening to him more.
0: Great. So we'll be watching how Senator Grassley steers the agenda on the Finance Committee. And thanks for that interview, Pete. CQ will be covering it all for you, as always. Uh, my thanks again to Peter Cohn, CQ's team leader on all budget and appropriations issues. Thanks for joining me, Pete. Thanks, David. And thank you all for listening. We'll be back next week. Until then, you can stay up to date by subscribing to the CQ Budget Newsletter. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast and rate us on iTunes, or find us on Spotify, Stitcher, NPR One, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And for more budget news, you can subscribe to CQ.com or visit RollCall.com or find us on Twitter. The handle is at CQNow or at Roll Call. See you next week.